Welcome. You have entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simron. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Empower yourself. Broaden your mind. Open your heart and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simron. Welcome to another edition of 1111 Talk Radio. It is a joy to be with you here today. And I'd like to start off today's show by asking you to take a deep breath and to center into the love of your heart, to know the truth of love that surrounds you in every moment, that courses throughout your body, in each of your cells, throughout your veins, within your bones. It shines through your eyes, shoots out your fingertips and your toes, and it surrounds you within this earth realm and beyond. Within the illusion of time, we live in a world where there is love, only love, and yet there are also calls for love. And during this time and space continuum that we exist in or have brought our attention to, there is a huge opportunity for a level of selfishness that actually outpours to the collective in the most beautiful of ways. And that level of selfishness means alignment. It means understanding that who we are is expressed through the thought, word, deed, energy, and auric field that we hold, and that in our alignment, in our receivership of love and the expression and expansion of that love force, we actually ripple out into the world and we make an impact. Today's show is about your love force and allowing the love force to be with you, utilizing your presence and your conscious choice to discover a healing practice, a set of sacred symbols, an energetic vortex that can allow you to empower your energy and your life force to be one that exudes with the love force. Kaliki Reiki is an exciting new lineage with vibrating symbols of light from the divine Shakti that are steeped in ancient yogic wisdom. It is a genuine transmission of the healing force of pure love. And Rajashri Ma's spiritual wisdom emphasizing the concepts of limitless love and the love force my guest today is Dr. Joni Dietrich, also known as Rajashri Ma, and she is a venerated healer, teacher of meditation, yoga philosophy, and holistic wellness. After 25 years as a practicing psychologist, Rajashri Ma began to have mystical experiences of the Divine Mother in form of Kali, the goddess of transformation. These experiences led to her founding Kaliki Reiki, a new energy healing practice that not only heals on the individual level, but assists in bringing the consciousness of wholeness, unity, and love into our world at the critical juncture we are at. She sees true healing as a gateway to spiritual wisening and realization of the limitless love at the heart of being. She's the founder of the Wisdom School based in Napa, California, where she offers healing and training in Kaliki Reiki, both online and in person. 
and she's the author of the new book, which is available in print and on Audible, May the Love Force Be With You, Kaliki Reiki, Healing Through Divine Mother and Yogic Wisdom. Welcome, Rajashri Ma, to 1111 Talk Radio. It is an honor and a pleasure to have you with me. Thank you so much, Simran, and your opening, your introduction, it just feels like that emanates from my heart, from your heart, from the one heart. So I couldn't be happier to be here with you this morning. It's a beautiful time to engage in this conversation and also to empower individuals with a practice, with a therapy with the healing tools and the sacred symbols that Kaliki Reiki represents and that you uh, espouse through the Wisdom School. During this time, it's so easy to become embroiled in many of the challenges or the darkness that we see or the pains and the hurts and the wounds that perhaps have uh, happened in our own lives. But we don't often realize that there's a special power that we each can possess that can not only support in our own healing and activate a way that we transmute those energies, but that that is also part of our collective service that we engage. I'd love for you to share first how this came into you, what these symbols actually represent and what your vision is for individuals as they move forward in utilizing the Kaliki Reiki symbols. So I'd actually like to start maybe by responding to the second part first. Um, you use the word wisening, and that's the word that we use in Kaliki Reiki and the Wisdom School Simran to indicate our ongoing discovery of what we truly are, of our human divine nature, if you will. And in Kaliki Reiki, our wisening includes both that, that personal um, awakening, but also, and, and as you, you pointed out, this um, lineage is a way of awakening ourselves to our true nature and at the same time it's very practical it gives us something to do as we awaken that helps us awaken more helps us to feel more healthy more whole more functional on all levels body mind soul and is something that we can offer to other people so I call myself a practical mystic, if you will, um, in that, you know, we think of mysticism as so esoteric. And when I tell you about how the lineage came to be, it's kind of like, oh, my gosh, she had all these visions and what have you. And I don't have visions. And it's like, no, you know, we don't need to have visions to have a sense of ourselves as divine love as the love force, and then to simply transmit it and apply it to others. 
So, in response to the first part of your question, um, Simran, what happened to me was, starting in about 2008, there was a confluence of events. I was a busy practicing psychologist, a mom, um, soon to become a grandma, and um, at the same time, I was embarking in a very deep study in um, Tantric Shaivism, deep meditation practice, and I had just completed um, my Reiki mastery after a one-year apprenticeship. And I did start having a series of mystical experiences that were very clearly the Divine Mother coming, showing me these forms of light. And I could go into detail about, about the stories. They're, they're all in my book. But I would be awakened in the middle of the night, and I would just see light emerging out of light. And over time, these this light took form and turned into these gorgeous symbols that are the symbols of Kali Ki Reiki. Well, this light is the love force, the energy, the power of the Divine Mother. And she's given this to us, to this lineage, to the world now at these very critical times so that we can use these symbols to offer healing to ourselves and others. And what this means is the symbols are kind of the containers of the, the love force in a certain way and the transmitters of it. And anybody who knows traditional Reiki knows that it's done through the use of symbols. And that way, when we're invoking the Reiki energy for healing, or when we're offering it to someone, what we're doing is we're activating these symbols through which that energy is transmitted, and we don't absorb the energy of somebody that we're healing, nor do we um, give them in the energy, our own energy. It's we become this pure channel of light, and then through the symbols, healing in whatever level it's needed. You know, whether it's physical, emotional, mental, um, spiritual, psychic. Um, is opened up, the love force in the other person is opened up to, to receive this and to activate what's already within us. We all have the healing love force energy w within us. And that's one of the greatest gifts of our wisening to understand, as I know you very well know, Simran, it's all within us. I love that word, wisening. It's so applicable to our times right now. When we look at the world, it can often look very divisive. Uh, there's definitely uh, a dual nature to it if we are looking from the eyes of identity and personality. And for those that do or do not know Kali, Kali for some is that transmutative force and for others it is the goddess of destruction and that divine mother is creating the arena for us now to really reach a lot of levels of mastery anything from our ability to see the world with neutrality to the place of getting to levels of emotional intelligence where we can handle things that come along and stay balanced and stay calm and that is part of, I think, 
what you're also illustrating through this wisening as we move through uh, this particular time. You write, this wisening takes us outside the still prevalent patriarchal materialistic paradigm into the holistic and yogic exploration of mind and heart. In the wisening of Kaliki Reiki, we begin to experience the nature of beingness from the inside out and come to know the ultimate unity of inside, outside, and all that is. We become able to recognize the universality and divinity within all beings and within ourselves. And I believe that so much of what is occurring on the outside is for us to bear sacred witness, but then to take that back in and do the work internally. Is that what the Kaliki Reiki symbols support us in doing, or is there more that you'd like to share around that? Well, I would say absolutely yes, that is what is happening. Um, both internally and in the world, and and I would like to say that um, the the ter- we use the term wisening because it's also it it's it's you know it's a movement. Wisening is a movement, and it's a very feminine movement. It you know it moves in serpentine and labyrinthian patterns, right? Whereas so often in our patriarchal world, you know, we think, well, awakening. So I'm either awake or I'm asleep, and and yet. All of this is, it's a dance, it's a process, and even these symbols, Simran, they dance together. Um, but I also want to say something about Kali, because in the West, she does kind of have this reputation of the goddess of destruction and the goddess of death, the force of destruction and the force of death. And yet she is the power of transformation. And the truth is that we don't have transformation without a letting go, without a, a destruction, a dissolution of so many things. And that, I think, is how she's speaking in the world today, right? There are so many changes about in so many old ways and old ways of living, old patterns of thought are, are being destroyed. And so she's doing this so that something new can arise in in our consciousness. There's a human tendency to fear it, just as there's a human tendency to fear death, and then to project um, something negative onto it. And in our wisening process, we understand that that dissolution, that falling apart, is actually what it takes to really open up to something new, to something more whole and more more complete. I'd love to go back to the word movement, because that's so powerfully woven throughout your book and throughout this process. And change in itself is movement, the dissolving of our systems or beliefs or traditions is all movement to bring in the new. And you spoke a bit about the symbols dancing. And throughout the book, you talk about how these symbols not only dance together, but oftentimes in different uh, auric fields, you could see the symbols dancing around someone. 
speak a little bit more to that dancing and the power of creation and rebirth that is taking place through that movement. Okay, this is a this is a, a tall order and and a and a big um, a big understanding. So, what I'd invite everyone to do is to take a moment and try to feel stillness. And when we go deep into meditation, sometimes we do feel a stillness, a silence. And yet, that stillness, that silence that we feel always seems to have a kind of a subtle vibratory quality about it, doesn't it? Well, in Kaliki Reiki, we understand the absolute um, what in yoga would be called the Brahman, um, what we call limitless love, boundless love that's undifferentiated, just is, that would be like the stillness, if you will. But if all of what is, is just an undifferentiated consciousness, then how would we have this any sense of individuality, of a, a sense of I-ness, a sense of self. How would we have trees? How would we have flowers? How would we have kitty cats and, and dogs? Well, only through that stillness vibrating. And it's often experienced, this vibration is experienced as the vibration of light, right? Only through the vibrations, and we also know that as energy vibrates, it, and as it moves, vibration is movement, right? Then it gets the appearance of matter, of individuality. And so, in yoga, the word Shakti, which can mean um, the Divine Mother, the Divine Feminine Energy, also means the movement of the stillness. And as, as humans, we are only movement, if you will. We sometimes feel still and solid, but really, when we go in and try to find true stillness, there's a vibratory quality, and that transmits light. And that's what these symbols are. And that's what we are. And so everything is in some sort of movement. And that's what we that's why we can actually offer healing just through activating these symbols because the symbols can vibrate in a way that they activate the movement within our physical form to just begin to reorganize and um, refine or find a new uh, harmo harmonic resonance or balance that allows us to feel more whole, more healed. I, I hope this makes some sense as I'm saying it, Simran. 
It's it's really beautiful because so often people do believe that stillness is this almost void space where there is nothing when in actuality there's so much movement in stillness but to feel that level of sacred movement then the the being must get still to feel this universe that courses throughout us and within us and you write in the book how interlinked we are and <clears throat> we do cling to this notion of separateness we we feel like these individual people that are walking in this world and sometimes walking alone and other times trying to find meaning or trying to connect with another person. And yet, whether conscious or unconscious, we're still interlinked in this great mystery that is life. I'd love to give an example of this by simply having you share how in the world does psychotherapy connect to yogic wisdom and Kalika Reiki symbols. Those seem like <laughs> such separate worlds that I think it would help individuals to hear the connection. Yeah, okay. Um, you know, there just are different levels of our being, and this is part of our yogic understanding, right? We, we have our physical level. We have our emotional, mental level. And then we have our psychic, our intuitive, our spiritual level. I, I'm kind of abbreviating this. But that um, emotional mental level is the level of our ego. And that's the level that we work on in psychotherapy. And um, it's very important to help our emotions and our thoughts to um, to work in such a way that we have acceptance, that we can learn to also feel good and feel worthy about ourselves. And so to me, psychotherapy has a, has a very, very important role for um, most people as, as we go along our wisening path. And so I spent 30 years as a, as a practicing um, psychotherapist. However, what psychotherapy doesn't um, fully understand is that notion that all of this is truly energy. You know, thank goodness, science understands that now. And most of us accept it mentally. We've been taught, you know, that we are energy in movement. But we don't really know it. And so something like Kali Ki Reiki and other forms of healing and meditation allow us to feel ourselves as a whole being. And then to understand when our thinking changes, when we have emotional resolution, when we have healing from trauma, all of that is happening on an energetic basis to allow our whole system to be more in attunement, in alignment with this divine Shakti, with this love force energy that we are. And that to me becomes a whole healing. So often we need to do the psychotherapy work, we need to do physical and medical work sometimes to get our system in a place to be able to open up to 
what we truly are. That's our wisening process. And so what I found after years of being a psychotherapist is that there was just more work that needed to be done and it needed to be done on this level of energy healing. And so whereas to me, psychotherapy and energy work go hand in hand, it's not quite that accepted um, in, you know, in conventional psychology, for example, because as a psychologist, you don't put hands on people, etc. And when we when we do healing, I often um, put hands on people. Um, so I eventually dropped my license as a psychologist, because to me, I can do more holistic work in in this way. But it's to me, the psychotherapy, the looking deeply into our issues is a very important step in our in our ongoing process. I love how you talk about that in the book and you actually go into the yogic philosophy that describes you know the three levels of who we are. And my work over the last decade culminated in a trilogy called Living, Being, and Knowing that very much divides these three aspects of us. Living the seven blessings of human experience is that identity, personality, unconscious part of ourselves that has to work through the mental constructs that we have built our illusory self upon. And then being is the seven illusions that derail personal power, purpose, and peace. And it's that underworld that we oftentimes don't dive into to get to know the shadow, the animal, the monster, the demons within us. And then knowing the seven human expressions of grace is actually access to humanity, which then opens up to the energies that that are expressed. So everything that you shared within your book was so in alignment with my own human walk through each of these these areas to then culminate into these symbols that then can be shared Uh, We have about three minutes till break, so I'd love for you to share quickly about whether or not someone has to be of a specific tradition to be able to utilize these symbols, or is someone going to betray their faith tradition by engaging in this type of healing? So often that fear exists within individuals. Yeah, that's a really important um, point that that you're bringing up. Um, Thank you, Simran. So... I very much consider Kaliki Reiki what we call an interspiritual practice, meaning that it actually is complementary to all spiritual and all medical practices for, for that matter. I use the language of yoga because that's the language that is most familiar to me. Um, but it's not a requirement <laughs> for doing Kali Ki Reiki, nor does one have to be a devotee of Divine Mother or, um, or, or of Kali for, for goodness sake. The energy, the Shakti, to me is the energy of the Holy Spirit. And that's the energy that we are privileged to work with in in Kali Ki Reiki. But for people who don't um, even see the world at all through a spiritual or um, religious lens, 
It's simply the energy of the life force. That's the energy that we're working with. And so people do come to me a little concerned, um, you know, is this going to be contradictory to my belief? And it's like, no, this is universal. And you find your way with it. And you can use your own language with it. Because each one of us, right, is an individual manifestation of the ultimate, of the divine. And so it's like, no, let's, no contradictions here. It's all one. So find your way into the oneness of it. And everybody can work with this energy in peace and in harmony. Divine Mother gave Rajashrima a series of symbols, forms of light that vibrate at varying frequencies, that were to be the basis of a new Reiki wisdom school. This lineage would not only heal, but also awaken those who were drawn to this energy. She explains that these symbols are offered now because their energetic frequencies would help to heal and make whole the brokenness of our earth today. I invite you to find out more about Rajashri Ma, also known as Dr. Joni Dietrich, and attend some of her weekly satsangs on Zoom. You can also engage our first-level Kaliki Reiki course on Zoom that is coming up in October. Find out more at thewisdomschool.us. We'll be right back with Rajashri Ma right after these messages. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today, www.1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Do you want more, more joy, more abundance, more power and presence? How would it feel to have more loving relationships, more empowered community, greater fulfillment and life purpose? The 1111 Mastermind Community inspires, empowers, guides and supports transformation. Shift your mind, expand your heart, deepen insights, let go and chart a new course, dream a new dream. The 1111 Mastermind Community is an online portal for personal transformation and soulful expansion. Go to courses.1111mag.com. That's courses.1111mag.com. Change begins with you. Let it be simple, convenient, and transformative. The time is now. Step through the 1111 gateway. Courses.1111mag.com. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. 
You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. Find out more at IamSimron.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio. May the love force be with you, immerses you in the powerful practices of Kali Ki Reiki, a wisening interspiritual path birthed into the world by the sacred feminine and midwifed through Rajashri Ma's mystical revelations and knowledgeable practical applications. With story, meditation, breathwork, guided visualizations, and deep contemplation of the illuminative Kali Ki Reiki symbols, you will experience the love force of the Divine Mother and her healing power. Through Rajashri Ma's drop method for releasing trauma, psychological blocks to spiritual progress can be removed. Turning the pages, you will have the opportunity to rediscover the wholeness that always abides within you and experience the limitless love at the source of everything around you. If you want to explore healing and love on a cosmic or individual spiritual scale, then I invite you to get your copy of May the Love Force Be With You in print and audio so you can get that in both ways these symbols are all in the book which is quite powerful to be able to view these ahead of time and then if you'd like to go through the first level of the Kaliki Reiki she is doing a two-part course in October on zoom that you can be a part of and until then you can also access her satsangs weekly satsangs that are on zoom just go to the wisdomschool.us again Joni Dietrich uh, Dr. Joni Dietrich, Rajashri Ma, is a master of four Reiki lineages and a venerated inter- interspiritual teacher of meditation, yogic wisdom, and holistic wellness. From many years of practice as a psychologist and healer, she sees true healing as a gateway to spiritual wisening and awareness of the limitless love at the heart of being. Uh, Rajashri, I would like to ask a question that probably individuals who have undergone uh, Reiki training before uh, probably are having course through their minds and that would be if you have practiced Reiki and been trained in the other traditions how is this different and what can this do in regard to what was learned and what will be learned through Kaliki Reiki yeah thanks that's a important question too Simran so, um, for people who have already had Reiki training, um, when they open up to this new lineage, it, it's just a big heart opener, is what I would say initially. And, um, also, we really emphasize understanding what happens in Reiki healing in a way that some other lineages may not do. But mostly, the symbols that one learns in traditional Reiki, um, you know, they've always been depicted as um, black on white, you know, print on on paper. And what happens in Kaliki Reiki, and, and we depict these symbols as white, as light, on a, a dark background, like light in dark space if you deep space if you will and just that switch to seeing these symbols as light 
And then also understanding that the symbols in Kali, Ki, Reiki, they work together. They move together. Um, in, in traditional Reiki, you're taught this is your symbol for doing distant healing. This is your symbol for doing emotional healing. And this is what it looks like. And it always looks exactly this way. It's still, so to speak. Well, our symbols in Kaleki Reiki, they're not still, nothing still, right? We were talking about that. That's the love force. It's the movement of the energy. And, and so the truth is, I think that the traditional Reiki symbols, they're not still either. And I think that they are also light, but people haven't seen it this way. Anyway, by, by just changing this perspective, then there's, there's just a huge opening into the entire universe and understanding that everything is light in motion, is the love force in, in motion. And that that's really what healing is all about, is opening us all up to, to this, to our perfect wholeness. And so I, I think that also uh, some of our symbols are they're healing symbols, yes, they, they help people to feel better, to be better, but they are also gateways to this spiritual wisening, to this awakening. The symbols themselves transform consciousness when contemplated on. And that I don't think is something that is um, offered in traditional Reiki. Not to mention that we want our people to have a regular ongoing meditation practice and to take the the whole picture of Reiki and Kali-Ki Reiki in particular as a spiritual path, as a wisening path, and one that offers, as I said at the beginning, this expansion of consciousness along with some really practical tools for helping us on the physical, emotional, and psychic levels. I think that that's one of the things that I found so powerful when I gazed at the forms that are in the book. My own personal experience was, if I cannot go into the darkness, if I cannot embrace the darkness, if I cannot love the pain that I've experienced or love every experience that I've had, then I'm never actually touching true light. And so when I saw the symbols, it was almost like walking through the darkness and the light being there already, having always been illuminated, always hanging and moving in space, despite whether it is light or it is dark, that was always there. And I know that within your book, you talk about your wounds were the inspiration and entry points for transformation and the different realizations that you had. I think that when individuals encounter pain and suffering, that those are often the moments that their eyes begin to open to other methods and ways and doorways that can support them in healing and growing. And your book, your practices seem to support individuals in deepening a sense of presence and a sense of devotion, which I think is key right now to us anchoring into the true uh, love force, God force that is within us. There has to be this real anchoring 
of devotional presence inside. Can you speak a little bit about the the presence, the devotional aspect, the commitment that one engages with themselves as they activate these symbols within their life? Yes. Um, and I want to respond to what you were saying about the darkness and the light and the wounds, that um, th there's... It's, it's a roomy quote, but I'm expanding on it. The wounds are the cracks where the light shines through. And so it is through our woundedness. People come to Kali Ki Reiki, right, because they're in need of healing, of wholeness. And they come because they want to, or they already have glimpses of the 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 true light of of being so there's that i'm sorry simran now i lost your question <laughs> it was more around the devotional presence that's yeah. required yeah move into this and that can speak to whether it's the devotional presence to our karma trauma and our pain uh, yeah. to move into a lighter space or the devotional presence to the meditation that you espouse or the commitment to the practice, but it seems like that's a key thread as, as this tapestry gets woven. Absolutely, and I love the word devotion. Um, it doesn't, as we spoke about earlier, it doesn't mean to, it, it doesn't need to be devotion to a specific deity, but it's devotion to an opening up. It's a devotion to the practice of the, of wholeness and of healing and of being that for oneself and for others as one can be. And so in Kali Ki Reiki, we have different levels of training as in traditional Reiki. Um, we have our first level training where you really get a sense of what this energy, this love force that we are is all about. And you learn to be able to offer healing to friends and families and pets and self. And then at our second level, new symbols are introduced and there's an opening up to the universal consciousness. Then at our master level, this is a year-long program and it really goes into great depth, not just about how to do Reiki healing with others, but in terms of that deep self-exploration and self-healing as as well and we couple our self-healing and our healing of others with our meditation practice so in kali ki reiki we talk about there being two wings um, that allow us to soar that allow us to fly and the first is the kali ki reiki practice the healing practice and then the other is our meditation practice which is pure devotion, pure love, and certainly the love of the divine feminine love force, Shakti, Holy Spirit energy. Kali is known to break down systems that are no longer working in mm -hmm. personal growth and, and what I share through my work. Allowing the identities to fall, to die while dying over and over again, Within your book, you talk about your own story and how the identities had to drop and how they had to crack and fall apart. 
there must be a role that detachment plays while utilizing these symbols, while becoming a practitioner and working with other people, because it's only the identity that wants a specific healing or a specific outcome. And so often we live in a society where people want the quick pill. They want something fixed. They want something to turn out the way they want it to turn out. So what would you say to people that are coming and beginning to learn this practice when it is around perhaps a, a relationship that they're wanting to try to save or a person that they're wanting, that they really want to have healed. How do you approach that from a level of detachment and allowing the purity of love to really shine through? Yeah, uh, super question. Um, so all the time we get clients coming to us who have, you know, I, I've got cancer. I want, I want to be cured. Um, uh, you know, I, I don't have the right relationship. I want the right relationship. And all of that is, those are beautiful intentions. But one of the things that we learn is that the intention of healing is not something to be formed through the ego. That healing is coming into the wholeness of our being, whatever that means. So, we don't necessarily know what that means. You know, the cancer may be a vehicle through which we can understand the the nature of being more completely and more wholly. So when someone comes to us for a healing, for example, I, I tell the story in the book of a woman who came to me. I had never met her before. She showed up at my door. I knew that she had um, a recurrent stage four breast cancer. I opened the door and Simran, I just saw death. Uh, there's no other way of putting it. I just saw death. And in she comes. She was a young woman. She had young children. She um, wanted a complete cure, a complete remission. She wanted to, you know, raise her kids understandably so. And here I am, through my psychic intuition, having seen death. So what do I do? Do I set her intention? Or do I just go with what I experience? Well, what I did, of course, is I honored what she was asking for. And then I simply placed my hands and allowed the Reiki to do the work, that there are times when our own intelligence is not as great as the intelligence of the love force that is being transmitted through um, these symbols. At the end of that session, Simran, she sat up and she looked at me and she said, I have not felt this alive in four years. And indeed, she looked completely transformed. And I, I thought, well, maybe, you know, my intuition's not right. Maybe she is going to have a, a healing, a remission, a cure. Who knows? But I didn't say any of this to her. I just said, that's wonderful. And we continued to work. And indeed, she did have a remission. And she did get a couple more wonderful years with her kids. And I saw her through most of that time. And then there was a period of time where I didn't see her. And she finally came back to me. And yes, the cancer had recurred. 
And she was in a completely different place at this point in time where her intention for our healing work was just to help her fully accept and embrace the death that was awaiting her and to make sure that her children would know and always know that she loved them. And so my work in all of this was not to respond to my intuition. It was also not to falsely reinforce the intention she had at the beginning, but to just trust in the love force, to trust the Divine Mother would bring this to whatever conclusion was, was the highest. And I feel like that's exactly what happened in this case, and this is what happens for all of us when we can let the ego stand aside and just trust in this love force, vital, shakti, power that is within us all. And therein illustrates the wisening that took place within her that she didn't even realize, because we are, we're truly on a journey. It's not about an end destination. It's not about some attainment. It is about self-realization. And yes. so often that self-realization also comes from our own willingness to release our trauma, release our psychological blocks, release our attachments, release our identities. You have a method in the book that you call the DROP method. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. DROP, deep release of persistent pain patterns, so DROP, DROP it, um, is, is a method for working on... Um, um, it can be physical pain, emotional pain, trauma that's long held and, and difficult to access and difficult to release. And this is, um, it's a method that uses some in vivo trauma therapy techniques. But first and foremost, it's an offering of love to that part of us that we haven't loved very much, that we want to make go away. You know, our, our traumatic wounds, our grieving, our, our fears, we tend to not like them. And we would just rather ignore them or, you know, banish them out into the cosmos, as, as we all know. But you know, you know the power of those three words, I love you. I love you. When somebody who we're angry at says those three words, often our heart just melts, doesn't it? And, and so what we start with in the drop method is a dialogue, and there's a protocol to it, in which we say to our own pain, I love you. Now, we don't even have to believe it, fortunately, but just to say the words, there's a softening, an opening. And then, through using this dialogue and this protocol, after we've told that which we've despised, <laughs> that we love it, then we ask it, what can I do for you? You know, my 
pain, my pain in my gut, my my heartache that I feel in in the, in the pit of my stomach. What can I do for you? And we listen. We mm-hmm. listen That's to that. That's beautiful. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We want to listen to the voices that we've we've tried to hush. And suddenly we realize what we need and we give it to ourselves. Within the book, you go into the many different Kaliki Reiki symbols and they vibrate at a higher frequency than traditional symbols. They are transmitted through the Divine Mother and they accelerate spiritual growth. They're, as you say, not meant to heal only the individual but also the collective. And as the consciousness of one person transforms, that wisening ripples out into the world. We have just a couple of minutes left and certainly not enough time to go into each of the symbols, which is a great reason to extend the invitation to pick up your copy of May the Love Force Be With You so that you can imbibe this powerful work. But what would you like to share, Rajashrima, uh, about these symbols briefly so that uh, individuals can understand even the power of simply reading about them and imbibing them with their eyes. Yes. Um, What I'd like you all to come away with is that these are forms that appear that are manifestations of the Divine Mother, of Holy Spirit, and that they are a gift to us now because we are in very, very critical times and both personal levels and collectively. And by experiencing the energy of these symbols, we awaken to her love force and we automatically become transmitters of her love force. And when we do that, right, there is the rippling. And when we become closer to her more, uh, when we become brighter and shine like these symbols, then that glow is extended outward, actually infinitely, but it will make a difference in your interactions with yourself, your interactions with others, and all of that. It's just simple. It just Mm. ripples out. And I'd like to end the show with the Mahakali contemplation. Mm. Mother Goddess, essence of all. May I know you are with me and within me always. May I do the work of this world under your protection and guidance. May I recognize your play in the dance of light and shadow here. There is no other. May I accept the challenges you present, recognize the lessons. May I know upheaval as possibility for purification and healing. May I understand perfection as the wholeness of possibility. Your ending, unending variety. You are me. May I find courage of heart to see the dark places within. May I compassionately and fiercely strive to clear my own obstacles. 
May the fault and blame I attribute to others spark recognition of my own habit patterns. Karmic seeds burn in your fires. May seeds of love and compassion be nourished by your grace. May I cultivate wisdom to know how to tend these seeds. May my meditative realization and compassionate service be fruit in your, as I walk in your garden. May I be authentically kind, loving, and compassionate to self and others. May I know that present moment is eternal, safe, and bliss-saturated. May I know my own being as an extension of you. I am yours eternally. This is from May the Love Force Be With You by Rajashri Ma. You can find out more about her at thewisdomschool.us. Check out her weekly satsang and also look up her first level Reiki that is coming up in October. Thank you so much, Rajashri Ma, for being on 1111 Talk Radio. Until next time, I am Simran. In love, of love, with love and as well. Thank you for opening your mind to a new reality, your heart to greater compassion, and your experience of aliveness with 1111 Talk Radio. Join host Simran next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern Time to step through the gateway of conscious living here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember, you are not on the journey. You are the journey.